Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 153 of the Hawks Hawk Podcast and all things Atlanta Hawks Podcast, hosted by two lifelong Hawks fans. As always, I'm Jackson, joined today by my lovely co-host, Logan. Logan, as always, how are you? Hey, man, we're, we're just chilling. You know, it's been a while since we've uh, since we've linked back up about this. You know, we haven't done any episodes in a couple weeks. Um, I will say, in retrospect, I'm glad we didn't because I don't know about you, Jackson, but I would have been... Uh, doom and gloom after the heat just absolutely sunned us back-to-back games. So I, for one, am glad that we we were patient and waited for some, you know, decent basketball and, and not getting embarrassed on television um, to uh, to wait and record. But yeah, so you know, we're we're kind of at we're at the five-game mark of the Quinn Snyder uh, era in Atlanta, Jackson. Um, we haven't covered any of the games that Quinn Snyder has been the head coach for, um, and. You know, realistically, we're at the point of the season where, you know, the the, the seeding, the wins and the losses, they really matter. Um, you know, wherever you're going to end up being seeded, this is sort of where it gets determined. And um, there, there's still plenty of, of, of player drama, I guess, kind of, um, just because certain players have been uh, ass lately and certain players have not been. Um, so, some, some are calling Jalen Johnson the next LeBron. Um I don't know. We we report, you decide. But uh, Jackson, you know, we just we're here to talk about the last couple games, man. So, yeah, I mean, it's been a, you know, it's been almost like two weeks since our last podcast, which um, you know, we took some time. We didn't want to rush into things because, like, here's the thing, man. Is like, I feel like a lot of people, like, I know as fans, we get caught up in the wins and losses and stuff. Like, we're bringing a new coach. It's like we want to win because, like, we kind of want to make this like playoff push or postseason push, whatever you want to call it. Um, but like the truth is, man, we had to kind of let things settle, kind of had to, you know, get a feel for things, fill things out. Um, I mean, we do have an idea of Quinn Snyder's a head coach so far. I will say, obviously, um, I, I, am still holding off my evaluation of Quinn Snyder as a head coach until next season. Of course, I feel oh, like yeah, it's only yeah. fair for him yeah, to yeah. get his guys in and everything. So we're not going to come in the podcast and, you know, don't expect any fire Quinn Snyder's yet people, because, yeah. you know, I- at this point. I'm watching the process unfold. I'm not worried about results. I kind of feel, I don't know, like I know it's weird because like you said, Logan, we're in that point of the season where like every game you're trying to win to improve your seating, but you're also looking over your shoulder. Hey, how's the team in, fr- in front of us doing? Hey, how's the team behind us doing? So, it, I mean, it can get chaotic, man, constantly keeping up with the scores of games, but it's what makes the NBA season fun, of course. Um, But it's funny because like with Quinn Snyder and the stuff, I'm not really worried about like wins or losses man yeah. like i'm just late. i'm watching the process and seeing how things are unfolding and then i mean but at the same time man i'm like i'm also like hey i want to like not make the plans i mean i'm sure we'll talk about that some uh if it's possible or not really um yeah i mean we i mean like you said kind of bottled it this past week so. it's it's not that it doesn't matter but look man like we were just mediocre i mean we still have been mediocre we've been mediocre pretty much Ever since that loss to the Rockets, like we were eleven and seven, about to be twelve and seven, had we not lost to the Rockets, that's not mediocre. That's a good team through almost twenty games. Ever since then, we've been mediocre to even like slightly below mediocre. We're five and five in our last ten games. Like we are just straight up like a meh team. Like that's just what we were, or slash are. Um, look, we may not. We're probably a playing team. That's just like the the reality of it. Is it possible for us to get to the six seed? Yes. We're we're four games. Uh, behind the Nets, I don't know who has the tiebreaker, us or the Nets. I, I think the Nets might, because um, I know they beat us twice and we beat them once. 
Um, I'm not sure if that's the first tiebreaker or not, but we're four games behind the Nets. So we would need one, the Nets uh, to fall off a bit um, and two to play better, you know, two games better than the Heat the rest of the way. And the truth is, folks, is that we blew our chance against the Heat. Like they just beat the crap out of us. Um, so like that's that's kind of it's it's borderline long shot. Um, our best hope really is to just. I mean, I don't know about you, Jackson, but me personally, I would rather play any team in the world. I think I think I'd rather play Team USA. I'd rather play the Milwaukee Bucks. I'd rather play the Boston Celtics in a one-game winner go home scenario for the Atlanta Hawks than the Miami Heat. They, I, I hate them. They're the 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 least fun team in the world to watch. They have the most generous whistle I've ever seen. They have an amalgamation of just mediocre talent that gets by off of. Uh, physicality, coaching, and just, you know, their ownership, that that old greasy Italian man just paying the refs on their table. There's no other way I can explain it. And I would rather face Giannis Antetokounmpo or Jason Tatum or Joel Embiid in a one-game winner-go-home scenario than the Miami Heat. The the old-ass, no-real-fucking-guard-talent Miami Heat. I would rather play them than the Heat. The Heat own us. It is unequivocal. It is undeniable. The last, what is it? What is it? So we played the Heat four times this year. Five, yeah, I was about to bring up that stat. Five, five, uh, I think five, like the five, last. No, hold on, no, no, hold on, no, my math. That means the Heat have beaten us seven of the last nine times over the last you know season slash postseason. They own us. They own us. They own Trey Young. Um, Trey Young has. I mean, he get he like he he's been known as a giant killer, a guy that doesn't shy away, and he like turns into a turtle and ducks into a shell, man. Like it was not his fault that we lost against the Heat the most recent time. Uh, you can kind of blame DeAndre Hunter for that, but like Trey's our star player, he's gonna get the blame. He he turns into a damn corn cop against the Heat, and you know it is what it is. They they play football, they play football, we play basketball. Um, so my point being, if if you know, fingers crossed, if we are stuck in the plans, which is most likely the chant, the the you know what's gonna happen. Fingers crossed, the Heat take the sixth seed because I just don't want to play him ever again. I just I don't want to play him until they blow it up and like. Jimmy Butler and all their goons are out of there. That, that's like my honest to God opinion. I hope we'd rather play the Nets or the Raptors or the Wizards or the Bulls or anybody in the plans over heat over the Heat. So I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. We we may have lost twice to the Heat, but hey, if it helps them get the sixth seed, maybe it's worth it. Because God bless, I just don't want to play in Miami ever again. Not 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 a singular time ever again. I'm I'm done with it. I'm well, tough. luckily, the city will be underwater in 25 years. Well, you know, there you go. <clears throat> ignore, the, you want, ignore, nah. ignore the fact that like half my family, half my family lives down <laughs> in that well, part of Florida. <laughs> well, you know, you know what they say, Logan. You know, uh, you win some. You got to sacrifice some things in life. Uh, no, I mean seriously, though, the Heat do kind of. They just like they oh, have us. Know. They have our number, man. Like straight up, like I want to sit here and like talk bad about them, but like the Heat, they definitely do play just like a very like bad brand of basketball to me like I, I i'm gonna be honest with you logan and i committed the podcaster sin of all right i've seen enough i'm turning the game off it was uh jimmy butler man hawks were up by like five or something and jimmy butler just goes into the post does a spin move like into bogey like bogey has his hands up and everything man doesn't like launch all into his into butler's body or anything like he just gets a foul call man it's like we've seen these outrageous like three throw numbers and i know you're if you're a neutral fan a heat fan you're probably like well trey young like he's the like i mean he's the poster boy for foul baiting behind james harden and like i get it but like i don't know man 
maybe that's how like the way I feel about Jimmy Butler doing that stuff is how like um fans like of opposing teams feel whenever like Trey does like uh, the like launch backwards type thing. You know what I'm talking about? But also at the same time, man, like, hey, the NBA ruling the refing after they redid the rules and everything, they they showed that was a case of like a legal like move by the offensive player until it comes out from Jimmy Butler. Hey, look, you said it last episode. I'm going to say it again, Logan. When they do it, it's wrong. When we do it, it's right. And as you know, uh, the Hawks have never actually committed a foul in my entire history of watching them. Kind of crazy. Um, yeah, but no, I mean, straight up the Heat just have our number, man. You gotta, you do got to give those dudes props. And by props, I mean, a lot of that goes to Eric Spolstra. Like, sometimes I kind of gravitate towards, oh, well, maybe there's better coaches in the league. And then, uh, you know, whenever your favorite team, I mean, frankly, he's pulling their pants down, like... I don't know, man. It's it's kind of it's kind of hard to deny that man. He's I mean he's a great head coach. I mean, if I'm a Heat fan, I'm very happy with Eric Spoelstra because like I know as long as they have him, I mean they're going to be in a good spot. Um, what else? I mean, Wizards game. Um, as long as they have Pat Riley, they're going to be getting 45 free throws a game, so it doesn't really matter. So pretty much, we played the Wizards twice as well. We're one and one. Uh, Quinn's head coaching debut for the Hawks against the Wizards with a loss. That was a pretty. I mean, pretty tough loss. I mean, we kind of talked about it on Twitter, but I don't. I mean, this was thinking like way back, like a week ago or look, so. And look, straight up, man, Trey blew it. He even admitted it. He was like, "Yeah, I blew it, guys. My bad." <laughs> I mean, those two open threes, man. Like, I'm not saying that you know this is the NBA, but if you know if you're gonna be Mr. Clutch and all that, you gotta Trey, hit at least one of those. I can get missing one. I I can't understand missing both of them, but Trey, that's just my sake. Trey Young of last year hits one of those, but he just can't shoot very consistently. This that's yeah, I don't know, man. You that know, was... I, Capella had a tough game too, but props to Capella for getting that rebound and finding Trey in like a two-second span. Like that was legitimately impressive work. Yeah, that was Bye. that was impressive, man. And then, uh, I mean, Trey. I mean, he got. I mean, he got two shots. But with that loss, like the thing is, is like, sure, if you don't want to lose that game, man, it's like you got to cover Bradley Bill better. You got to co- cover Kyle Kuzma better. Um, I mean, that's really all it comes down to at the end of the day. Um, I mean, shouts out to Bradley Bill for a guy who gets like a lot of hate around the league. He is a uh, Real deal, Bradley Bill. He can that he can fill the box store of points. So props yeah, to him. I mean, but it's just it's just funny. he gave us buckets. It's funny because the very next game that we played against the Wizard, he, like Bradley Beal is basically the reason they lost. Like he just folded, hey man, he folded in the fourth quarter. He had, uh, I mean, I think he had one field goal and like four free throws. Um, he had his shot blocked by DeAndre Hunter. Do you know how few people get their shots blocked by DeAndre Hunter? Very few people. I kind of feel like we're heading somewhere on this episode, and I saw some of it on Twitter. I kind of feel like we're heading towards like a hunter rant from you this episode. Is this, I'm, I'm not gonna dude. rant, but hold on, I'll get to, I'll get to that in a second. But then, <laughs> okay, Bra- okay. But then, but then Bradley Beal has that travel when he could have. They're down four, so they could have either gotten a quick two or a three, um, and played the foul slash turnover game. But he just straight up didn't dribble until he like pivoted twice and like <laughs> just completely walked. Like it was just a very obvious travel. Um, that's, that's the duality of Bradley Beal, man. Um, oh, also he stole the ball from Trey Young in the clutch and then, and then smoked the layup and we got the ball back. So it was just like, it was, it was the duality of Bradley Beal and, you know, sort of leading into what I was referring to earlier. Um, Jalen Johnson was guarding him on the perimeter a good bit, um, in the game in which we did well against Bradley Beal. So, um, yeah, I mean. I mean, Jalen also had the Dame assignment recently in the uh, Blazers yeah. game. Yeah, it's it's kind of. I mean, Jalen Johnson. I'm not gonna sit here and stamp the flag and say he's starting next year. Like we're gonna be okay trading 
one of our forwards because Jalen's going to start. But you are going to one of them. We know who you're talking about. <laughs> you can trade Hunter. Or, we know who you can trade Hunter or Collins. <laughs> I don't care. Get rid of. But anyway, um, like you're going to start seeing Jalen get a lot more important defensive dis- assignments. Like you just are. He's there's no reason why a guy like Jalen in your head would be a person like you would think Dejounte Dejounte go go guard Dame. But we can be we can be earnest, folks. Dejounte is good at creating havoc. Um, getting, he's not a good point of attack defender, which is something we'll talk about soon. He is not a good point of attack defender. At least he hasn't been this year. Um, I'm, I mean, he's made an all defense team previously. I would imagine that year he was a good point of attack defender, but um, he dies on screens. He loses guys in backdoor cuts. Um, it's a good thing he creates pressure uh, in, in passing lanes and gets a lot of a lot of steals. Because otherwise, woo lad, he'd be he'd be like bogey, but but lanky. Um, but yeah, so. And with Hunter kind of, you know, never really taking that step forward on on-ball defense. Like, his help defense has gotten better, but his on-ball defense has always been pretty stagnant. I think you could legitimately see Jalen Johnson be, like, a primary defensive key guy for us. And then the offense will come however it comes. Like, maybe he becomes, like, a only a 9 to 11 point a game guy. Maybe he explodes and becomes, like, a like a 18 plus point a game two way star. Like, like that's, that's in the realm of possibility, but um, you know, thank God we have a coach that uh, is willing to play him and <laughs> willing to play him in, in things that are beyond just like go be John Collins clone and just pick and roll. And and like, you know, guard, you know, you know what I mean? Like just, I appreciate Quinn Snyder in a week, just being like, you know what, let, let, let's give Jalen some serious run because he's, you know, kind of a, an important key for the, the future of the Hawks. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I mean, we kind of like I was very excited when we took Jalen whenever people, you know, were talking like, oh, Jalen's just stuck in the G League with Nate and stuff. You know, there was some people who were, you know, kind of, I don't know, they weren't like call, like saying he was done or like anything because, I mean, he's a rookie, but like they were definitely dooming about him. Even this year, people have been dooming about him. So like. The Jalen emergence has just been so nice to watch, man. It's because, like, me and you, Logan, like, we knew this was here all along, man. It's like, I mean, there have been rough spots for, like there is for any young player. But, like, what you said earlier, Logan, when you said, I don't want to sit here and say that Jalen's starting next year. Like, I'm not going to sit here and do that either. I mean, we'll see what happens with this roster. I mean, we haven't hit the offseason yet. We had the new coach. We haven't got to trades and free agency and the draft and all that. Um, but, like, I will say this, though. I look at the... The, the landscape of this team and you're looking at the power forward position and I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me throwing Bay in here but in my opinion Sadiq Bay is 100% a power forward um that's just my opinion uh like so let's go off of that you have John Collins Sadiq Bay Jalen Johnson like I think next year out of those three I'm sorry Jalen Johnson trading John Collins benching Sadiq Bay oh just, I mean just being real with you but I think I really it's hard what my point is is that it's it's hard for me to look at like you know, things and like not see a way unless, you know, maybe they upgrade the four position. Like, Hey, I mean, I'll say it. What if, you know, what if we trade for Zion or something? I mean, in which case, I mean, Jalen Johnson, I mean, he's not starting at the four, but just for what we know now, Jalen's, I mean, I haven't penciled in to start at the four. If I'm Quinn Snyder, cause that guy, woo lad, he's good, man. He's really good. I, you know, if very exciting, if you are wanting to, it depends how you want to build your team. Because then, then what you put at the three, like it almost makes, I don't know, the three you would you would just want your three to really be able to shoot it. Then, um, which I know the answer is like, oh, Sadiq Bay will like 
Sadiq Bay is a, Sadiq Bay's like a on the perimeter, man. Like, come on now. Like, the, the, I feel like one thing the Hawks and Hawks fans need to do is I see people, they're like, Hunter isn't a four. He's a three. Sadiq Bay isn't a four. He's a three. It's like, yeah, like, I get you. I get what you're saying. I'm going to let you cook. But, like, we need to get, like, quicker guys at the three. Because, like, Hunter, Hunter can guard guys who are his height, you know, his same type of speed level and stuff. But, like, anytime Hunter is guarding someone faster than him, or is guarding a guard or get switched onto a guard or something like that, man, Logan, like love Hunter. He's, he's like one of my favorite players, even though I find him frustrating. It's like, yo, the man's cooked. We need to get quicker on the perimeter. Like the fact that people like don't see that is like, I'm not saying you need to go out and trade Sadiq Bay, trade Deandre Hunter necessarily, because like, you know, I said on Twitter the other day, I think like Sadiq Bay is genuinely like the past like decade of Hawks basketball, there's been no better investment of second round picks than Sadiq Bay's been. Like, whatever you can say. I mean, the guy's shooting, what, almost like 50% from three? Like, that's ridiculous. I mean, I know he's coming off of a cold game against Washington. It's also funny that we play Washington tonight. Why do we play Washington like three times in the span of a week? Like, who made this damn schedule? That's very odd to me. Yeah, yeah. And then we get to travel back to back and play Boston the day after. So Okay. That's just, that's just, they just want us in the play-ins. I guess they just want us to become the first back-to-back play-in champions, which is fine. I mean, it's whatever. And then, and then hold up. We're runners-up last year. Sorry to cut you off. And then, like, you know, next week after the Celtics game, we play Monday, and then we have three days off. Three! Three dude, days off. Dude, <laughs> like I've said before, man, there's very few people who are more inept at their jobs than like the NBA schedule makers. Straight up, dude. Because like you see the schedule sometimes and you're just a gas. Like I genuinely think I could do better in like Excel or something. So I don't know. Just, yeah. Anyways, need to get quicker at three. Um, Not necessarily saying you got to trade Sadiq Bay or DeAndre Hunter. I mean, I think Bay is a full time four. I mean, the, the kid can rebound and like I'm not saying he's a, you know, Capella on the board or anything. But look, I'm just saying, man. It's funny how like the same people will sit there and be like, a is a starting five of our future. It's like, okay. And then like, well, we can't play Sadiq Bay at the four. He can't rebound. I want you to think about that for a second because the guy you're saying is the starting five of the future, there's more than enough rebounding questions about a Kongu. And like, I, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, this gives me a bit of a anti-Kongu propaganda respectfully, but hey, I don't know. Move Sadiq Bay to the four full time. You got to. He's too slow to guard out there, man. He, that man... Now, Hunter, I was, you know, calling out, you know, he he doesn't he gets burnt when he gets switched on the guards or just guards like the quicker players of the league. But no, Sadiq Bay, that, uh, yeah, they, I mean, you're kind of you kind of want to hide that guy. You have to treat Sadiq like he's Gallo. But like, the thing with Sadiq, man, is the kid can shoot like he can shoot the hell out of the ball. And like, I'm not saying like he needs to be he doesn't necessarily need to be wide open either to shoot the ball like. In, in a lot of ways, like I actually kind of do really agree with that Gallo comparison because, like, Gallo, by no means, like, there's guys who are shooters, and by shooters, like, we mean, like, oh, yeah, they can only really, like, shoot the ball when they're, like, wide open, catch and shoot. It's like Sadiq Bay, like, I'm not saying he's out here taking, you know, a shot chart of a Luka Doncic or Trey Young or anything like that, you know, just obviously hard, you know, moving shots, step backs, your favorite Trey Young shot, of course. But I'm just saying, man, it's like he's taking these contested threes, man, and, you know, he's getting, you know, I like it, man. I like CD Bay a lot. He's a good, really good shooter. I think he fits this team well. Obviously, feels like a need, not only now but going forward. But uh, those contractor talks. I mean, I you're gonna. I remember there's like that rumor that like he wanted like a hunter contract. Yeah, you're gonna need to bring that down, my boy. I know. I know the salary cap's booming soon, and you know that hunter contract now. He's gonna need to. Knock yeah, it, you're gonna knock need, it burnt every <laughs> once in a while. You're gonna need to get realistic, my guy. You have to remember, whenever like we talk about players getting paid in RFA, we're like, yeah, what if a bad team comes from a contract? Yeah, I'm just saying the worst team in the league just traded you, my guy. So you might need to bring down <laughs> that asking price. I think that works well for both of us. Um, 
but at, which is a real stat, by the but, way. But Pistons at, are the worst team in the league. But at the same time, like, uh, apparently Bogey is not going to opt in, so you kind of might just pencil in Sadiq as our Bogey replacement over the next few years, where he's like just sort of. I still feel like you need to add on more shooting. I mean, I'm sure oh, yeah, you're yeah, thinking yeah, the yeah. same thing, but yeah, like, yeah. I mean, if Bogey's gone, then well, you're gonna. I, I mean, this I team is gonna I, need to the, the budget version. The budget version is. Bogey's gone. All right, now we play Sadiq and AJ more. That should. Oh be- yeah. Oh, I honestly forgot we have AJ Griffin. He's been out of the rotation lately. Which I mean, it's I- funny how people are like, oh my god, what happened to AJ? Why isn't AJ playing? But like Quinn explained it like a few days ago about how like AJ's hit like uh, the uh, rookie ro- wall, as people like to call it. Where I mean, basically, I mean, especially in AJ's case, I saw something on Reddit where he's played double the amount of games that he played in college in his senior year of high school already in the NBA, which is kind of crazy to think about, but. Yeah, I mean, or something he's like just, that. He's just flat Same out, amount, maybe he's not flat out sucked the past month. So it's like, it's, yeah, I mean, he's he's looked his legs have looked dead. He hasn't been contributing. I mean, it's not. I mean, I, I get we want to play our young guys, but uh, you know, we we have a back to back playing championship to claim. People, we're not we're not throwing that top chance away. All right, straight up. Hey, I'm trying to be known as the back to back reigning defending discover NBA playing champions. I'm just saying, you know, that's the realest shit I've ever heard. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, I guess sort of leeway into the, the stuff. Like, Hunter rant. I'm ready. I want to hear it. I'm not going to rant, but the, the truth is, is like, you know, you have something you want to get off your chest. I would, Hunter, I would, I would, like I would, on the pod. I wouldn't say it's a rant though. It's just like, look, um, he is what he is. You got to trade him. Is he, that, this is where this is going. I, I mean, you can trade him. You can trade him. If I, I, okay. Let me say this real quick. If you're running the four, or, I mean, oh, Jesus, if you're running our starting five next year, trade DeJounte, um, xyz at small forward because what my point adds on to this and then let's go jalen johnson capella because that's what we've been talking about like the three you're gonna need a point of attack defender man and like i wanted to be hunter before this season started or like started i was like you might you might have to if you ran trey Dejounte, hunter jalen capella you would have to go to hunter you have to look at him and you say quit with the bullshit on offense and just shoot a bunch of threes because we need three-point shooting we're starting jalen and capella like we stop taking the mid ranges. Like he's good at mid ranges, but you know, I mean, we, we can be real here. We have Quinn Snyder now. We don't have uh, yeah, Nate Quinn, McMillan anymore. The mid range ball is over, dog. Let's just keep it. Quinn the, Snyder, the he does not volume. take this. Like Quinn will let Trey and Dejounte and Hunter take because they're good at it. They're good at the mid range game. You don't take that out of a player's game. Like did the the Warriors were the like premium example of the of the, you know, like threes and layups offense, like they pioneered it. They still let Sean Livingston cook in the mid range because he could cook in the mid range. They're not going to, you know, Quinn's not going to go to those guys and say, quit shooting that shit or you're getting benched. But I am very confident that like, they're going to work with Hunter if, if they keep him, which I would assume they do. But like, you also have to keep in mind, Hunter was a previous front office's draft pick. He's, he's not the current front office or coaches draft pick guys. Um, they they should probably go to him and say, you either need to l- realize that you're six foot seven and built like a fucking truck and get to the damn rim so we can have some rim pressure and slash or you need to shoot eight threes a game or like this is not gonna work like you're just not working well in our offense that because like I'm not gonna assume Jalen Johnson is gonna shoot threes well anytime soon he he can hit them like he's not like a Ben Simmons level shooter but he, I'm also not saying he's like a thirty three percent shooter. Um, Capella will never, if, if Capella ever makes a three in his life, it'll be by accident. Um, Trey young, Lord knows what's going on with him. DeJounte is inconsistent, but at least this year, like on the whole, he's shooting 
average to above, slightly above average. So it's like, if you're going to start Hunter next year, look, he is what he is on defense. He doesn't get steals or blocks very often. Um, he, You can't really have him on guards, but he's a good, strong defender. Not a great one. Not an amazing one, but he's solid. Like, you know, he, he will have some, and he will have some great games. He will have some games where he's automatic. He shoots like 11 to 15. He has 20-something points, uh, one rebound, and zero assists. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's kind of like Cam Reddish syndrome where, like, one game he'll look amazing, and then a few games later he looks unplayable. Um, but to Hunter's credit, he looked awful. Um, those heat, That last Heat game and the uh, most recent game against the Wizards, and then in the last couple minutes against the Wizards, he had some big defensive possessions. He had a big... And one, he hit his free throws. He, uh, uh, he, he, uh, I, I'm like, my brain is scrambled because it's so obscene to believe that Hunter got to the cup, uh, drew, drew a foul and hit both free throws. Like he was very good in the last couple minutes against the Wizards. He did what we needed him to do. And he's a big reason why we won that game. So I'm not trying to like pile on the guy because he turned it on the last couple minutes against the Wizards and we won. Um, but if, if you're looking at DeAndre Hunter, like this is the, this is the fact. He's a good mid-range shooter. He's a average to slightly above average three-point shooter. Um on the catch and shoot with the occasional sort of step back type deal. We need him to either get more rim pressure and shoot more threes or we need to like you know reconsider some things. Um John Collins, I don't know. Like after those heat games, I think everyone was, especially that first heat game, everyone was like was like prepared to say he's as good as gone. Um, he still probably is, but he's been better these last few games. <laughs> His over under point total for that second heat game, Jackson, I don't know if you saw, was nine and a half, nine and a half points. He actually did beat it by like the second quarter. So, Bro's got the Nerlens Noel over under. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. so. <laughs> So, it's over, bro. So, let yeah, it go. Yeah, it's it, it may be in the let it go type of thing because, like, the truth is, is like it, he's just not even able to do things he should listen, do. Listen, man. But, 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 against the wizard, he had like four threes. He had four or five threes. So, credit to John. He's putting on the Batman costume. Yeah. The ducking trade rumors. Look, man, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not going to call any specifics here, but I feel like we all know who I'm talking about when I say this. There's been a, you know, the JC fans on Twitter, Logan, you know, the ones there, you know, they went from, you know, being like, well, we can't trade JC. He provides too much as a roller. Got Capella. Don't need that. We can't trade JC. He provides too much as a, as a three point shooter. Well, now John Collins can't shoot the damn basketball. Let's just be real. All right. John Collins can't do either of those now or we replace them at it. It's like, well, we can't trade John Collins. Uh, you know, he's good at defense, which is, you know, fairly still valid, but it doesn't like make up for all of his offensive woes. The recent ones have been really good, though. We can't trade John Collins. We can't find someone who brings what he brings to the locker room. We need a Udonis Haslam type. I want you to think about that for a second, man. These people are saying we can't trade John Collins, who makes $25 million, and then they compared him to Udonis Haslam, bro. Udonis Haslam, who hasn't suited up and played a game of basketball in five years, dog. He just chills on the... He's an assistant coach, basically. And then... I mean, there's been a few of them, and once again, you'll know the ones. I ain't saying their names. They just, like, straight up, you know, just been, they, like, go to, like, neutral fans, like, a team, like, for example, shout out to James, by the way. He's my friend. He tweeted out something like, I love John Collins and the Warriors. I saw them all pop up just advertising, just on their knees, advertising for John Collins to go to the Warriors. So, look, man, it, the nail of the coffin 
it's been done. It's it's been done. It's if it's not if we go into the season with John Collins, I'm gonna be surprised. But I really shouldn't be because this is how this is how it goes every time. I mean, we had Chris Kirshner out here tweeting out he's not coming back to Atlanta quotes, and here we are, almost a year later, <laughs> here the man's still on the damn Hawks. I mean, I wasn't trying to make it the John Collins thing, but like. It's just, but but I I think I think this is it though. Sorry to interrupt you, Logan. I just want to get this we, off my we, chest. We've said that a lot, but the the no, I think this is it now because the nothing's have, changed inherently. So we can't just say this is oh, it. Oh, for real this time. Well, this is I it. think something big has changed because now but the you Hawks can't have say two it. different you guys. You can't say it other than like he's he's uh, worse. Like you know. No, no, no. Here's my thing though. Like I think things have changed in the fact now that before we're trying to trying to trade John Collins, it's like we okay, we have an unproven rookie in John and Jalen Johnson. Now, I mean, me on me and you on this podcast, we're talking about Jalen Johnson starting next year. It's like we have Sadiq Bay. Like they haven't been scared to play Sadiq Bay over John Collins. Like Quinn Snyder's done that like a lot. I mean, he's closed with Sadiq Bay over John Collins. So I think that's the main thing that's changed, and I think that's truly what is actually like looking at things like you know, objectively, like, I think the fact that now that they have two guys who they're like, okay, you can play over John Collins and, you know, they actually trust to do that, which I mean, if you're closing games with Sadiq Bay over John Collins, you obviously trust him. And I mean, I mean, Jalen's been good. Quinn Snyder seems to really like him. So I, I mean, I fear that, I mean, they do the same. I'm just saying now, now you have replaced for John Collins. I think that's the end. Here's because before you did not here is something that I, I'm going to be talking about this till it doesn't happen. And it probably won't. Um, but if I'm the Hawks this offseason, I'm calling up the Brooklyn Nets. I'm I'm gauging their interest. I'm saying, you know, hey, do you guys want to, you know, what what's your thoughts on the salary tax? Do you really want to be on the salary tax this year for a team with Spencer Dinwiddie, Mikhail Bridges, and all your wings? And if they say yes, and you say, all right, power to you, and then you hang up. If they say, you know what, no, maybe we don't, then, you know, you try and, you know, you try and spin some magic, man. Because you got to be realistic here. If you can trade John Collins, maybe Hunter, maybe one of our picks, and if you can get, like, because Cam Johnson's about to be an RFA, technically you could offer sheet him if you felt so inclined. If you felt so inclined, you could offer sheet him, um, which, I mean, I'm not saying I, I, I would, but I probably would. Um, but you could sign, You could also be like, look, would you want to sign and trade Cam Johnson? We can give you a pick. We can give you uh, – we'd maybe have to send – uh, like John Collins salary a third way. So that way it doesn't, you know, like get broken in the, into the tax. But um, if I had to guess, Cam Johnson is an easy $25 million player like John Collins. But the truth is, is that Cam Johnson, if you have forwards of Cam Johnson and Jalen Johnson, one, I guess that would be slightly confusing. Um, so I'd be, I'd be apologizing to Bob and Neek. Um, but two, you'd have Cam Johnson who can shoot the crap out of ball, pretty good defender, Pretty good all-around player, just a useful, good player. And you'd have Jalen Johnson, who's growing into this like Swiss Army knife, point of attack defense slash transition monster slash, you know, you'd have this, and you'd it'd be a very good forward combo for us. Um, or you could just you know keep try to keep Hunter, try to get Cam Johnson as as a starting power forward, and you know Jalen Johnson would get his twenty something minutes off the bench next season. Um, you could do that. You could try and get you know. To make salaries work, they have a bunch of, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith, Royce O'Neal, fill out the bench, etc. Um, Yuta Watanabe, um, Seth Curry, if you needed more shooting because Bogey's probably gone. Like, the Nets have a lot of players that could work for us for starting or bench. I'm not even saying Mikael Bridges because Mikael Bridges is either going to be their centerpiece for the next several years or he's going to get, like, 
you know, like three first round picks and a player traded for him. Like like the Grizzlies or somebody's gonna go all in for him because he's he's a very good like final piece for a championship contender that just needs like I mean frankly the Grizzlies just need somebody that isn't a fucking <laughs> domestic terrorist. Okay. <laughs> um Alright. Um <laughs> Be nice. Yeah, sorry. Um the Grizzlies need somebody that that can be composed, that's been there before, that, um, you know, just won't act quite so recklessly. They need somebody that just, uh, you know, won't go crazy, I guess. But um, point is, I'm not worried about Mikael Bridges because I don't think we can slash should pay that price for him. If we're, Jackson, if we're trading, like, three picks plus AJ Griffin. Paul George! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, come on, man. I want it. Yeah, so... Legitimately, yeah. But I'm I'm being so for real and like I will be okay if we keep Hunter. If we keep John Collins, I think I think that bodes very poorly solely because of salary. Um I just like you we are never going to get twenty five million dollars worth of production out of John. Never. Um, just not ever. with the system. Like, could he do it? Yeah, theoretically. I mean, to be honest, no, like, we need to remember look, look, Lloyd Pierce always had this man at all star just running pick and rolls of Trey Young, so like Oh oh you have to, I mean, it's not an indictment of John Collins' talent. I mean, the shooting talent is hindered for whatever reason. His oh, finger, we know his, the his, reason. His finger looks like a Vienna his, sausage. His, his, his uh, you know, mental state, his confidence or whatever. The, the shooting talent is greatly depreciated, but the pick and roll talent, the finishing talent is all very Elite. high level still. He's the, one of the best the, slippers the, in the league. Listen to KD, man. The, yeah, there you go. The defense is obviously taking a step forward. If if you have a team with, that likes to like, I don't know. I'm trying Dude, to think. Dude, the Pacers team, should be coming after John Collins with the but f- like, might of God behind them. Like it makes so much sense. Like you have Miles Turner, you have him locked up. It's like get John Collins. I mean, I mean maybe send the Hawks like Buddy Hill or something. I don't know. What do we want for the Pacers? Because that's the team that makes the most sense. I mean, they have Miles Turner. It's like you get maybe you get Hallie Burton like a lob partner. I mean, that'll probably help them. I'm sure the scorekeeper will pat on a few more assists a game, and there you go. You have an all star. But was he an all star? But, but at the same time, but he, no, he would not be. But like, would you want to spend that much money on a Miles Turner, John Collins front court? I mean, you know what I mean. You have to remember this is Indiana, man. They're not getting free agents like that. Let's keep it real. Anyway, the point being, if you have a high pick and roll system, and you have a center that won't be a high pick and roll guy, Miles Turner, like you said, he's not playing high pick and roll. He's playing pick and pop. That man has hit like ten threes in the game recently. Something ridiculous. That you know, John Collins can put up eighteen to twenty points in the game. The issue is, is like the shooting and the rebounding. Like even beyond just Capella being there, the rebounding has just gotten worse. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, the thing with so, John Collins is like he plays like a super like mm, I don't I'm like a, he plays a specific role kind of like if to optimize him. I mean, of course, like the Hawks were. I mean, the Hawks ever since we got to Capella. I mean, we've been playing John Collins like a modern four. I mean, he's not a modern four after like the the hand thing. I mean, we make jokes about it, but like I mean, the finger injury obviously has just messed up his shooting. Maybe at this point, it's not healed. Maybe it has, but um. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what's going on there. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a former sports medicine intern, of course. Um, refer to my, uh, refer to Logan for that. Um, look, man, but like the thing with like John Collins is like he plays like a super specific role that's hard to accommodate because of more of like a traditional basketball role because like, and like a four nowadays and, is basically just another three on the court, man. Like, like we're talking about Cam Johnson, like 10 years ago, Cam Johnson's like playing shooting guard minutes. Like, I mean, even, even like now, like you could, 
plug. I mean, Cam Johnson is not a good rebounder either. He he'd be similar to Hunter only if DeAndre Hunter shot 43% from three, you know what I mean? Like that, that's sort of the idea there. And like, the thing is, is like, if, if, you know, like Cam Johnson's going to probably get paid what John Collins gets paid currently. And he's just more productive and a lot more. He's one of the best shooters in the league, man. I mean, come on now. I mean, by far. So it's just, you know, that I I've had a, I've had a, you know, my eyes on Cam Johnson for a while now. The issue is, is he was one of the biggest pieces in the Kevin Durant trade. Do you really want to swap I mean, they chose him over eight. No, no. Well, they chose, I mean, I guess they chose Mikel over eight and was the thing. Yeah. Never mind. Excuse me. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, I'm not sure it'll happen, but like we need that type of, not even saying we have to get one of the best <laughs> shooters in the league, but like, but like, Logan, if you, Quinn Snyder, can we have Cam Johnson? Quinn Snyder, we have Cam Johnson at home. Qu- Cam Johnson at home. Sadiq Bay. <laughs> that's that's Cam Johnson and homeless shelter fool. But um because look, it I Sadiq Bay can shoot it, but that man is off on defense. I I'm taking Trey Young as a defender. Dude, Trey Young Sadiq Bay. Defensive highlights have been time. popping lately, dog. I mean, I've been retweeting the mugs. I'm starting a narrative. We're gonna start a dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can appreciate that. Uh no, I even mean, the look, Hawks, last, even the official for, Hawks Twitter account got on, which is just hilarious. No, I know, man. I know. I know. For the last year, if if you've been saying for the last year that Trey Young is still like the worst defender in the league, you're just a, a Reddit brained loser who like thinks. Watch like, the game. Exactly stop gambling. What, yeah, stop. Like you know, you you don't watch basketball. I, I seen somebody fine. with a Terry Rozier par- on their parlay. Logan, now now I'm just saying that's you might have gone I, too far. <laughs> I I don't I don't need you to to know exactly how less bad Trey Young is on defense now than he was a few years ago. But if you honest to God think Trey Young is a worse defender than like 80 NBA players, you need to just stop. Like if you go like by Jackson, D-Raptor, he's is, better than is, a is, 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 is a single player on the Houston Rockets a better defender than Trey Young? A single player. That's actually, I don't think so. I really don't Shen, think so. I'm not even being Shen-Gun, Maybe Garuba, but like a, he never plays, but he was like a good defender in the draft, but still. Shengun Sucks so bad on defense that he's basically like their coaches uh, have the name? bench and they have less than fifteen wins. <laughs> he's he's like Enos Cantor that can pass oh, and gosh. minus no not, not making a political statement not making a political yeah yeah statement. yeah stay away from those any any of the Rockets guards way worse on trade than defense every single crappy center that you can't like Frank Kaminsky those types. Every one of them is worse than Trey on defense. Almost every white person that shoots in the NBA is worse than Trey on defense. Like, you're going to tell me Joe Harris is better than Trey on defense? Dude, you're, dis- you're going to tell me I'm just saying, Doug McDermott. Already? Doug McDermott. That John t- Collins like, so. trade to Brooklyn is going to be for, like, Joe Harris and, like, Edmund Sumner. And you're going to like it, man. I'm just saying. I don't care. I would not care. Joe Harris. Yo, can you imagine I mean, look, the shooting percentage Joe Harris would have playing with Trey Young? He'd be cracked. Oh, well, th- holy th- th- God. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, Joe Harris used to be somebody I didn't want to touch with a 10-foot pole. We have to be realistic here. John Collins is is not getting swapped for a really good contract. He's a salary John filler Co- in a Paul George trade. <laughs> John Collins is getting swapped for a, a contract that a team probably doesn't want that much either. But at least Joe Harris... Could come off the bench and hit five damn threes, <laughs> so it's just like we we'd have to take it and we'd have to like it. Now the issue then would become holy crap, our bench defense is like Joe Harris, Sadiq Bay. We would have to basically like call up Delon Wright and be like, please come home, please come home, like we need you, Delon Wright. I miss you. <laughs> 
<laughs> bro, yeah, Delon so, Wright but, is cooked. By the way, like I didn't want, like I don't want that. Nah, nah, look, they're gonna get the nerds mad at you, bro. The nerds bro, love like the thing is, is like the fact that people, like, all right, listen, man, I seen Delon Wright play against us twice, man. I'm not going into the luxury tax for that. I mean, I won't speak on Herder because he's doing better now. That doesn't really fit my narrative, but uh. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to luxury tax for him, but it would still be nice. Shouts like, out, I mean, shouts out to the Beam team, man. They're second in the West. You know, that's always cool. You know, always good to yeah. see. But the, the funny thing but, about it is, well, like, no, oh, I, you're the I, second I meant, team. In the- I meant, no, I meant, I meant Delon Wright. No, oh, no, I know what you mean. Like, like oh, 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 I don't know if I want Delon Wright back. I'll be honest. I mean, no, no, he like Chris Dunn. Like, Chris Dunn. Shout out to Chris Dunn. He's on a. He just got signed to a full year contract. He was on two, two, okay. two ten days. I, I, I similar I, I numbers. You're joking, but you- I'm not joking. Not joking at all. No, you are because if you've watched Delon Wright, he's not nearly as bad as you say. You're just doing this joke from last year, bro. He was DeLon bad in that first Wizard game, though. You have you 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 have to realize that is one of the people that Nate McMillan terroristed the most. No, no, he he needed was, yes. Playing Lou Willard with Delon made sense, man. Lou was the perfect backup. This team fell apart. No, he is Lou Wright. Lou will fucking suck last year. There's a reason why he's not back. Listen, he fucking sucks. Listen, listen, he fucking. Sucked. Maybe the wheels did come off of Lou Williams, but like to sit here and act like Delon Wright was good is a, it's a scene. He was he wasn't good because of Nate McMillan didn't play him. Oh, That's so what I'm saying. Back to blaming Nick, Nate McMillan for everything. My birthday. Jackson, you're not listening. <laughs> I don't care about his fucking scoring. I don't care about his fucking scoring, Jackson. Okay. Oh my okay. god. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. <laughs> well, you're gonna you're, when 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 you edit this, you're gonna have to lower my audio. You're gonna have to lower my audio at the 40 minute mark. You're gonna have to. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into that one. Wait, so what? Are now, we, what are we talking now, about now? Again, again. <laughs> any, anyway, guys, I'm not saying I would have gone to the tax for Delon Wright, but like if the if the opportunity arose to trade for him for next year, I would gladly do it. That's all I'm saying. Shouts out to anyway. Delon Wright, man. <laughs> so, sorry, guys. I, I'm sorry. Sometimes, sometimes with Jackson, I just have to yell at him. He knows it. I do it all the time. Sometimes I just Oh god, him. dude, I'm dead. Um Usually usually it's almost never about Delon Wright, but this time it was. <laughs> Shouts out to Delon Wright, man. Uh I'm not even one of I'm not even one of the nerds that like I'm not like Brad Rowland. I mean not I'm not trying to call him <laughs> nerd. Call I'm Brad sorry, Rowland Brad. A nerd. <laughs> but like Brad Rowland will gladly say he's like at the forefront of the Delon Wright fan club. I'm not that, but he's a good he's a useful player. He he would be a useful player, especially in this scenario. Where we have like Sadiq Bay and AJ Griffin and and Joe Harris come off the bench, we would need somebody that actually plays some defense for the bench. Ooh, we should That's take like a backup point guard in the draft this year. Yeah, I, I, we need to get a backup point guard. This this Wait, trade Dejounte well, we stuff, like, uh, like I don't, I don't, I like I mean, shouts out to Aaron Holiday, and like he is like a good like third string vet men guy, but like I kind of want like I feel like that's I feel like getting like a real like traditional like backup point guard like a Trey Young type of like point guard like that type of thing We've, I think that'd be a beneficial to spend like a rookie contract on a Trey Young type of point guard get a Trey Young type yeah I mean it's easy ooh, they like come around with them. no I meant like more in like a vein of like a primary one not like a combo guard type thing like Jante is and anyway you know um I don't know. Man. I feel like that'd be a good place to use our contract because like they wouldn't be expected to like contribute we, immediately we, like well I think we'll have like an Aaron Holiday esque player, Dejounte Murray. I mean, we've lost the plot. I don't even know. Well, we should probably take wings as well. Damn, the draft oh, is we're hard. Not, we're man. not drafting. We're not drafting. Oh, if we do draft this year, it's got to be a wing. But we're not drafting this year. That pick's getting traded. That's a Logie guarantee. That's a Logie. Help guarantee, is on man. the way. Paul George. Paul <laughs> George and I. 
I'm just saying, man, like if the Clippers do go out sad, which to be honest, man, ever since they got Westbrook, they're two and six, dog. Like it's not Westbrook's fault, Jeez. but I think that's really Jeez, just since like the really. trade, I mean, the all-star break. But I'm just saying, man, if it comes down to it, I could see the Clippers, you know, moving, shuffling the deck. You feel me? Like I'm just saying. And yeah. if they do, Landry Fields, <laughs> since you're the one who gets on the radio and says you make the decisions, you will be held accountable if you're not the first person on the phone with them, respectfully. <laughs> the man, man, like. Because of Kongu, if it's for Paul George, I'm busting his ass to the airport immediately. That Kawhi injury really, really ruined everything. Yeah, man, they probably would have won the title. That's got to hurt if you're a Clippers fan. And now you're watching like Russell Westbrook, like ice on the mid range. It's like, make the most of freedom. Kawhi was the best player in the world for a short stint. I still think he is. You see him? Have you seen him? He's definitely not right now. Well, who's better? (laughs) Who's better than Kawhi Leonard right now? Yeah, really? Yeah, really? Yeah. Let me pull. Let me pull up Kawhi Leonard's stats. No, like check like. Curious. Well, I mean, to be fair, he kind of had the Trey Young thing about you know the first half of the season sucks, but he, I mean, he's since like Jan, since like the New Year's, he's been like the best player in the league. Like Curry's hurt and kind of suck. Also, oh, he actually is cooking. Yeah, he I mean, he's he's cooking. cooking. I've been watching, but uh, like Jokic. Dude, uh, dude, dude, uh, Giannis, dude. Like, okay, Giannis is fair, but yo, Kitchen and Bead, uh, I'm gonna need some playoff success, my boy. I, you know, as a quad, you're talking about this year, there haven't been playoffs this year. Well, I mean, yeah, but every, I mean, this year all come boils down to the playoffs. Be honest with me, Logan. I want you to be dead serious with me. Do you trust Jokic uh, in the playoffs? Be honest. Hell no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can't say he's not. You can't say he's better than Kawhi. It's like they're what? gonna give him the MVP. It's like, oh, that doesn't apply to the. Thank you for showing up. Well, yeah, if you're doing the regular season award, but who cares about the regular season, dude? I'm with Trey Young on that one. Because that's what we're talking about. Uh, Okay, you said best player in the world. I'm talking about uh, whatever. Anyway, moving on. All right, let's get back to the Hawks. Anyways, um, let's see. A Congo starting five this future or no? It's been talked about recently. How do you feel? I saw it on Reddit, so I'm asking you. Look, look, Jackson, you just want to hate on No, the I promise I don't. I promise you I want to have a serious discussion now. I genuinely, this was on Reddit like a day ago, so. Look, look, I'm sorry, but if you're going to coddle up to Jalen Johnson and you're going to say we need to take the leap and start him, then you have to say that. Oh, no, 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 uh, but the point is that that Capella's salary takes a bump up next year. So if the front office is going to be cheap, we might be trading. Clint Let's Capella. go. That's We're ducking the luxury tax. We're, we should if we do it again. <laughs> look, look, it's possible. It's very possible. No, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm saying it is. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying that if if we do it this year, I'm not even going to get mad like the rest of you. I'm just going to be like, yeah, well, see, I tried, dog. I lost. Sorry for misleading you. I, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop pretending we live in a major media market and start pretending that we're the fucking OKC Thunder, and we just have to we have to keep the small market down. hawks. They'll go out of business if they go into the luxury tax. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start donating money to Tony Rester because clearly he's hurt. Don't, Never mind. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I know I kind of get what you're. I just I don't know, man. I I feel like there's like inherent issues with a Kongu, but that I mean I like his size because like. Cody Zeller, man, he gave us a proper Jackson, basketball the lesson. Issue, the issue is Jackson is that like you can you can look at a Kongu through a microscope all you want. 
You can say, oh, he misses three. Because you nitpick him. You, you I do. Can't act I, like do. You know I do. No, I'm a hater. I am a hater. Every a every hater. single, every lineup we have run with the man is like plus. Him and Jalen is a is like a plus six. Well, I mean, he's playing with the both, best player in the world. I mean, come on now. I mean, he's playing with he's playing with Kawhi. Yeah, well, he will be next year. He will be next year. Let me tell you. That. <laughs> Look, if it's if it's Paul George, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, if it's for Paul George, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he'll, he'll be Paul playing George with Kawhi next ahead. year with Paul George in Atlanta. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't. I, I would, definitely do nitpicking. Oh, I would do some dirty things for Paul George to you, come you to Atlanta. Know, you know how. You know how anytime there's a trade that's going to happen and people are like, no, don't trade our young player. I'd be like, AJ, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's Paul George. Uh, yeah, I, I would I would start rounding them up in the Ultima, dog. I'd be like, no, y'all got to go. Y'all throw the suitcase in the back. Y'all are going to Hartsfield Jackson. We are, Paul George is on the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Paul George really just doesn't play that much basketball anymore, though. That's kind of unfortunate. He's a podcaster now, so even more reason to like him. Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, my God. We could get him on the show. See? We could get him bro, on the show. Dude, we wouldn't be able to record. I'd be fanboy the whole time. It'd be bad. Also, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling through what's it called? Uh, like, Spotrack, because I was looking at NBA contracts. They had that stupid picture of Jimmy Butler, dog. Is that him with the dress? Yes, that one. I mean, he did that intentionally. He 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 got extensions for the NBA Media Day, and then he got them taken out because he just wanted to. He wanted to like troll the websites and stuff that like did the that used the pictures and stuff. He did dude, we should trade low key. God, doesn't that make him look so different? Jesus Christ, John Collins for Kelly Oubre, crazy. Get a grip. Get a grip. <laughs> No wait, that wasn't Kelly Oubre. I was looking out. I'm so sorry. That's Terry Rozier. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, excuse me. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like the John Collin trade talks is something that's interesting because, like I said earlier, man, we don't have to do it. But like now, you have replacements. Kelly Kelly Oubre is the epitome of like Mid. he's scoring 20, 20 points a game solely because he's on a terrible team. Like yeah, Kelly Oubre. Like you think like, about him with the Suns and then with the Warriors, it's like yeah. If slash when we trade John Collins, if I understand we're not getting a great player for John Collins, but if slash when you trade him, I want like a role player that can do one thing very well. It can be shoot, it can be be point of attack defense, it could be it could be rebounding. Maybe we it could take just a flyer like, on Jonathan Isaac. On, on, on who? Jonathan Isaac. <laughs> I mean, that'd be interesting. Jonathan um, Isaac and AJ Griffin, watch out, City of Atlanta. T- take Taking that man out of uh, out of Middle Florida and bringing him into the heart of the Bible Belt might be might be a bad mix, but uh, <laughs> but we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Um, I don't know. I I don't think we'd be trading. I mean, why would, why would Orlando want? I mean, their best player is a power forward. Is Palo not a? Is Franz not a power forward? Damn near. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, I mean? the thing with the match is, it's like at one point they took like four point guards in a row, man. Like they they legitimately had like they're obviously not scared to like do the whole best player available type thing. But Loki Lou Dort, Loki. I don't know, man. Is he good? I mean, he'd be. I'm just looking at people who are similar to like John Collins. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I mean he's shooting. <laughs> the high, the highest field goal percentage Lou Dort ever has had. The highest. This is not three point. This is field goal. It's four zero four. All right, now now apply field- the Trey Young five percent buff to it. <laughs> and see where we're at. 
I don't care how good a defense you are. If and he's putting up 14 a game. He's he's put he's scoring 14 a game on 12 free a field goal. Attempts. Yeah, no, so you bad. you really get distracted by it because like if Shea Gilch Alexander was on his knees for the ref, they would be really bad, man. Really bad. Just saying. That's so true. Yeah. I don't know if you're allowed to say that, by the way. Say what? I don't know if you're allowed to say on, on his knees for the rest. Okay, 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 okay. Respectfully, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Exactly. At all. See, I would rather just, you know, you know, I, I, I can't respect it. Um, you have anything else to talk about the hogs or are we or are we done here? I'm I'm not sure if I have anything. Um the it's this has been derailed. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna go minutes. I'm gonna go find a hawk shade on fans, but we're gonna react to it. The first one that involves John Collins, and then we're gonna Okay, Jason Tatum to the Hawks. Okay, well, we're not doing that one. We're doing a different one. <laughs> yes. Um, I would consider that. Okay, this one has Trey Young going to the Kings. All right, well, obviously, people are not being serious <laughs> on this app today. I'm on page two, and there's yet to be one that I, we can talk about. Ruin people used to make trades under the guise of, oh, yeah, they're. Uh, I'm trying to be realistic, and then they just, 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 I don't even know, man. Yeah, if we're going to trade Trey Young, be realistic. It's the Lakers, man. Come on. Come on now. Trade him to the Clippers for Paul George. <laughs> DeJounte runs the yeah. show. Dude, why is this taking me so long? He's like the third most traded player on this website. Okay, cool. KD coming Don't. to the Hawks. Love it. All right, honestly, man, I can't find one, so we're just going to have to. Um. Look, all, all I'm saying is between now and the offseason, I'm sure we will have. Oh, I found one. Well, multiple mock trades with the Nets. Oh gosh, oh gosh, it's so bad. Gee, yeah, okay, yeah, we're done here. Um, anyways, <laughs> that one was I clicked on it thinking it'd be good, and then the Hawks were getting Dorian Finney-Smith, Cam Johnson, and three first-round picks. So obviously, who made that was a Hawks fan. We see you, buddy. You're not <laughs> blending in well. Oh, uh, I was about to say a name. Uh, uh, a Hawks. I mean, a John Collins fanboy made that one. <laughs> Three first round picks. <laughs> yeah, we also got Cam Johnson and Dorian Finney Smith, bro. They were all from the Nets too. There's a third team involved. I don't think they I think they just got back like a, a backup point guard instead of second round pick. I think they were just there because they got bored and put them there. <laughs> yeah, all right. There's there's no good draft. There's no good trades on here, man. You get it together. The NBA trade union used to be so good, man. Y'all used to be like, oh yeah, this is much a realistic trade. And now I'm seeing Dorian Finney Smith for Caleb Martin trades like come on man be for real embarrassing frankly all right um shoot last thing Logan before we wrap things up Quinn Snyder Trey Young that's gonna be that's gonna be something that's always gonna be under a microscope you feel good about them going forward about them as a duo or what yeah all right uh, so all long right. As, so long as Trey Young never works out with Steph Curry again I think he'll be great next year. But if he works out with Steph Curry, his, his three-point shooting is going back to thir- 29%. So. Breaking Bad episode of Walt in the car screaming, No! No, Trey, don't work out with Steph! No! <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. Um, no, uh, Trey and Quinn Snyder, I think they'll be... Uh, I mean, so far, the early returns are promising. Um, obviously, like it's not it's not like we're on a winning streak with them, but I just it's not really about winning right now, to be, to be frank, so... Um, Trey's playing some inspired defense and he's, he's had some good games. Um, and it's very hard to adjust to a coach change like this mid season. So yeah, I have no reason to be concerned about that. Deal. Yeah, no, I feel like that's 
always going to be a relationship that's like under a microscope. But, you know, I'm I think it's going to work out well, man. I think I think Quinn works with Trey well, and I think Trey will work well with Quinn, man. I think I think a lot of it has to do with like we saw Donovan Mitchell. I mean, he straight up was praising Trey. Hey, you're going to love him type stuff. So I don't know. I, I have a lot of faith and hope in that duo. Um, Logan, we're still prep. I mean, hey. We, uh, we're not really paying attention to the wins or losses, but the Hawks do play tonight. They play in about two hours from now, so obviously. Let's go out there. Let's get a win. Let's keep pushing. Let's let's. You know what? You don't have to get into the plans, but please give it your best push for Christ's sake. Like let, Let's let's give this a, a good push. The, the good news is, Jackson, is that we're essentially guaranteed a plan spot because... Dude, I honestly, mean, if we follow the plans, we might do the fire with Sider. Straight up. I hate to be it. I'll just say, I'll be the first to say, if you follow the plans, I can't respect it. I've already, I've seen enough. Nate McMillan, we imagine, want you back. Imagine, imagine the magic passes. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to be real dog. If anything like that happens, yeah, we might got to, we might got to make some uh, changes. But no, we play the Wizards tonight. I mean, obviously they're, I mean, they're in the plans as well. They're, they're the 10th seed. Uh, we are the 8th seed and the Raptors are the 9th seed. I don't know, man. A, so, a part of me kind of worries that we play the Heat in the playing game, lose. It's like, all right, we still got the second one, play the Raptors, and get schlacked. And we had never heard it of a Raptors fan. It's like, Raptors fans beat us in a yeah. regular season game, and it, it's, I mean, it's their it's their D-Day invasion. <laughs> like, those, it's not their Super Bowl logo. No, this is their country's pride and joy. Like it's their Memorial Cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's their Stanley Cup. Oh, oh God. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Toronto, if you're listening, fuck Quebec City. We're bringing the NHL back to Atlanta. Yeah, NHL right. back to Atlanta. Any, yes, sir. If if any Canadians are listening, I want y'all to just remember that. All right. We love you. All right. Anyway, we support your country. <laughs> Hell no. Excuse what I Hell said earlier no. about Shea Gilgis Alexander. Hell no. I I got nothing else to say, Jackson. All right. I'm glad um, to leave on on my parting words to Quebec City. All right, well, there you go. That's it from Logan. I do want to say, though, before I hop into the normal outro type thing, me and my brother, we did about an hour and 30 minutes uh, podcast together. It was the exclusive Patreon episode from the month of February that we're promised that are to the $8 and $10 tier. We talked for an hour and 30 minutes about everything that's gone on with the Hawks. I mean, we talked about Quinn Snyder and Nate McMillan. John Collins, my brother, more of a casual Hawks fan. You'll have a lot more of a different perspective than me and Logan, who are pretty much sickos about this. So if you would like to, you can go over to Patreon, patreon.com slash Hawks will Link will be in the description to it. And you can go over there and listen. That's an hour and 30 minutes of additional Hawks Hawks content. Logan was not there. It was just me and my brother. I'm sure Logan will be on, you know, the extra content going forward. But we just decided to chop things up. And uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it's an hour and 30 minutes of good Hawks conversation. You can sign up today, $8, $10 tier. And uh, we have a $5 tier as well. All uh, all tiers get ad-free content, which is dope. $8, $10 tier, they get more goodies such as the extra content and whatnot. Um, Logan, I want to propose something to you. It's been a while since we've done it. And I know you said that you're not talking anymore after your Quebec City thing, but I think it's time we do a mailbag, man. I'm filling a mailbag next episode. So keep your eyes out on that. We'll tweet off the official Hawks Talks Twitter account. Be sure to follow that at Hawks Talks. Um, check out the description. You'll find the links to mine and Logan's Twitter as well. You can interact with us anytime you want to ask us anything. You know, we're active on Twitter. We begin, you know, we begin down on Twitter during games and stuff, you know, talking about stuff. Um, just a great way to interact with us and keep up with the podcast. But as always, be sure to rate, if possible, rate the podcast five stars on whatever platform you're listening to and subscribe so you'll always be up to date on new Hawks Talks content and whatnot. As always, I just want to say thank you for listening. Love you. Goodbye.